Shall we begin? Welcome, everyone, to the Differential FTL podcast. My name is Deshaquet Doherty. I'm your host, as usual. And with me today, we have uh, Shala Bolorin, a.k.a. Nosey. How's it going, Nosey? Going fine, going fine. Yeah, how's that nose going today? It's very good. Nice and sweet. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my God. And uh, we also have Abi here. Abi, how's it going? It's all right. It's all right. How are you guys doing? Ah, we're doing fine. Thank you very much. Uh, well, actually, let me not answer for everybody. You know, uh, I think Shola has already answered that. Finally, um, we'll give Larry a chance to answer that question. He's a guest here, one of our very good friends. Uh, thank you. Uh, please welcome Larry, a.k.a. Sugarcane with Bamboo. To the pod today. <laughs> How you doing, my guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. As I came here with the intent of keeping things professional, but you, with this intro, you just throw me off. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do here. So it's all bad. So it's all good. So, Larry, thank you so much for being here with us. And Larry is somewhere that's been playing uh, FPL for a minute. Um, how long have you been playing FPL, Larry? Um, you know what? Um, I, I was actually asking myself that question a couple of days ago. In my mind, I thought I'd only been playing for like five years. So I checked the history and realized I've been playing for 10. So oh, I wow. really don't know what the first five years happened then. But yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at your, your record now. Um, and uh, you've been playing for like a good while now. You've, you've always had, like, you've always been around the level of like, you know, good um, FPL finishes. I believe last season you finished in the top... Um, top 30k, I believe. Yeah. Top 30k, correct. Yeah. So yeah. you seem to always get like really good finishes. So um, it's good to have you here. You know, good to have you share your knowledge. Though I'm looking at your game week history, right? And I'm looking at where you finished last year. Okay. Yes. Correct. So last year you finished 2021, 2022. You finished those 3k. The year before that, you finished 32k. The year before that, 520. So basically, it's like the last two years, you started getting a bit serious. Maybe you were not enjoying yeah, the twerking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you were not enjoying the twerking that was giving you on a regular basis. I still think to historically, if we compare both of us, I still have more wins than you. This guy, calm your ass down, man. Calm your ass down. Don't just come on the pod and start declaring <laughs> nonsense like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just wait. Nice one, nice one. So, um, as usual, we like to run through our game weeks, um, even though, you know, Obviously, with the Queen's passing, you know, um, um, we haven't been able, we didn't weren't able to have any games last weekend and also didn't have a pod. So with that in mind, um, we're just going to skim through what we did last week. So, um, Habib, um, I think um, Shola had the most points last week out of all of us. So Shola, if you want to give us a, a quick roundup of your, of your team and how your week went. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, I scored 57 points, 12 points above the average. Nice. Um, in defense, I didn't really have much. Only Nico Williams and my highest scoring defender with four. Added the rest, two or one point. Then uh, in midfield, Salah, three irons and two. Then Rashford, the 18. He was actually the one that saved my game week. Yeah, and you brought him in this week, right? Yeah, I brought him in. Exactly. I sold Leon Bailey for him. 
Yeah, you know? that's very good. That was a very good change. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did we talk about it last week in the pod? I believe we did. Oh, uh, we might have. Met, I I mentioned that he was one of the players I was looking at. Yeah, yeah. So it was good so, to have uh, that. Go on. Yeah. So what else? And then um, Mitrovic with five points, and then Holland as my captain with eighteen. Okay, that's very good. That's a very good yeah. return. I mean, everybody's captain was Holland, but it's still sweet to get those points. Anyway, you know, unlike some people that don't have it. And speaking of people that don't have it, um, Habib, how was your week? <laughs> I mean, it was all right. I had 53 points. I've had nice. Tony coming up big for us. Like Kane with the goal, KDB with the assist. I mean, I captured KDB. So, well, the rest of my team was us. I mean, it's like one, 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 one point everywhere. So, that's rubbish. Mm. Okay, fair enough. I mean, still, still, it's still a really good week for you because you got 53 even without um, Kane. Sorry, even without Salah. And um, Holland, which is, is still, I'm still looking at your team like, God damn, it's been, you know, yeah, they are doing quite well, and still, you know, you don't have those two, so that's good. Um, moving on to my team quickly, I also, I didn't do too badly, but I also didn't do too well. I um, got, I did about the average, smacked up 45 points on the average. Um, my main point getters were Holland and Mitrovic, both of them 19. And then the rest of them were just two ones. Um, Nico Williams was on, was on four points. Zaha with three, Gross with five. You know, so it seems I I kind of just managed to just skip through and just get a tiny green arrow. So I'm up to about four points something. I'm um, sorry, I'm I went up just a little bit, <clears throat> but not that much. And yeah, that was how my game went. And then um, right now we have um, Larry as well. Larry, how was your game? How did you? How did you, how you guys did you are catch making on? me feel so ashamed of myself. I got a lowly 40, five points below oh, the wow. average. Oh, wow. Mm. Absolutely ridiculous week. My entire defense was just giving me ones and twos, left, right, and center. Yeah, uh, yeah. On the ones and twos. Right. The ones Go and on. twos, fam. The only people <laughs> that actually gave me points was um, Haaland captain, uh, Mitrovic. And then I kind of had a differential in Gibbs White, who I was quite confident was going to deliver. But I did expect that, like a goal and an assist. But I think all they gave me was an assist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, Salah three points, Martinelli two, and then the rest of the backline, Cancelo, um, Trent, James, Perry, six, Sanchez, all ones. Terrible. Okay. Yeah. It's funny as you mentioned Gibbs White because he was one of the players. It was between him, Rashford, and uh, I forgot the last person. There were like four players I was looking at in that 5.5 to like 6.5 range. And like, funny thing is, after I made the Rashford change, right, I was like, I think I told you guys, I'm like, I kind of regret, I, I kind of regret this because I'm not thinking like, maybe I should have gone for Gibbs White. But hey, mm. I mean, it ended up, it ended up playing out very well. Okay, yeah, there you go. I'm sure you yeah. must have been really petrified because I mean, you first of all, you you sold Bailey, who I think delivered last week, and then gives why yep. delivered before Rashford played. So you must have been like, Man, what's going on? <laughs> yep, yep, that's crazy because, um, that's too because I mean, Larry, I spoke to you before you made that change for Gibbs Wright, and that seemed like a good, um, I wasn't really sure about that Gibbs Wright because you know, I mean, it's still not down for us, and I'm 5.5. I didn't. I didn't really like him, but it seems like um, he's he's featuring in, in a, quite a few people's teams. Um, can you give us like a reason why you thought this was that was a good move to make at that time? 
So, I mean, I just, I'd watched a couple of his games and, you know, I'd, I felt that of all the um, Forest players, if anyone was likely to score, it was going to be him. He had, like, the most direct approach towards the game. I think he had the most shots, you know, and just a lot a lot of touches in the box. And I just kind of, like, looked at their fixtures and I thought, that, hey, you know what, I don't think that, yeah, a lot of people have really noticed this guy yet, you know, so let me just try and get on him. And by the time he probably delivers, like, the first two weeks and everyone jumps on him, I'd have a decent differential. That was just about it. Okay, no worries. And then with this, um, I mean, it makes sense because he's one of the players that actually has a game, this game, so it kind of works out for you anyway. You know, you yeah. don't have to make that change. So, I mean, so that's actually one of the big things this week. Um, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of, you said not that we have a lot of uh, suspended games, but we have three suspended games. And because of those suspended games, people are thinking of making a chip, playing a chip, or you know, um, or playing their wild card because, like, you know, but um, I already played my wild card and I'm not thinking of playing a chip. But um, any of any, any of you guys, any of you playing a chip this weekend? No, no not me. Um, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to soldier it out. I'll probably play with nine players or maybe ten. Because um, okay. I currently have, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I have eight players. For this game week, and I don't, I look at my team and I look at it like I don't think I need to. I feel like if I use my wild card now, it'll be a waste because I think my team is good. So I think okay. like I can afford to move two players that are not playing this week because they're not crucial pieces to my team, like Dunk mm-hmm. or Aronson. So I can afford okay. to take that minus four. So that I can have ten players for me, but even even at that, I might even just soldier on and just say, let me play with nine players, because okay. I feel like the nine players I, I have playing this, they all have potential to get points. All nine of them, I mean, oh, all wow. eight of them, all eight of them currently. So if I okay. add one more to this, so you know, yeah. there, there's no real. I, for me, I don't see the need to use my wild card at at the time. All right, fair enough. I mean. So you don't, you're not in at this point in time. You're not interested in taking out any of uh, your Liverpool's players. That is Salah or Alexandra Arnold. I mean, no. that's the person that a lot of people are actually. Those are the people that a lot of people are actually jumping off right now. I'm <clears> happy <throat> to see that because yesterday, was it yesterday played? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday, Liverpool looked a completely different team from the first from what we've seen all season. Oh, okay. You know, so and um, I and I think that coincided with Thiago returning back to to midfield. Um, Liverpool looked at like Liverpool team that we know. You know, even though there's right. still there's still some question marks defensively with Van Dijk's aura blinding everybody, but you know, <laughs> but they still look they still look like a good. So I I see Salah and. Trent getting back on the on the attacking returns score sheet soon, sooner than later, especially with Thiago back in midfield. All right, that sounds good. Um, so I mean, you talk about taking out um, out two players. So you might have nine. I mean, happy. How many players do you have playing this game? I mean, I had nine, but I had two free transfers, so I've got the complete eleven. Oof. And you actually have Kane. So this is one of the game weeks that is actually going to favor you. Exactly. 
Yeah, I actually, I, I, I actually think Kane is the most dangerous player this weekend. I mean, if you were a wild card, this would be the perfect weekend to bring him in because I was feeling with Leicester this weekend at home. I was feeling they're going to twerk Leicester. You know, those ones have looked so bad. And that Ward guy, oh my gosh, that guy, 4.2 scraps. I'm just happy his price is not going down sharp. But it's a 4.2 scoop. I, I, I was surprised that quite a number of people actually used him as their starting keeper. You know this season, but I guess I guess. Sorry, were you about to say something? I said all those guys that thought they were slick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know because when they, when Smoddy first brought up to my attention, like, oh yeah, what for four points? I was like, yeah, I know it's four point zero, but he's still a shit stain. He's going to stink up. <laughs> <laughs> why would I? Why would I have him in my team? You know, and as much as I want that, I don't want to have shit guys on my team. So I mean, so that's good. Happy. So um, happy. What are the two guys you are bringing? To make love, and why are you taking uh, I sold trends for Trippier. I mean, like, because after this week, the plan might be to wildcard after the international break. So I made that transfer mm-hmm. with the plans of a wildcard after. Nice. And I sold nice. Trossard for what Prowse. Because I brought in Trossard for the game against Palace and their last game, but with no games that they're not playing this week either. That was just a wasted move. Well, at least mm-hmm. I could still move him out. So, yeah, so I got what Prowse and Trippier in. That's very nice. I mean, Trippier is something that a lot of people are chasing because of the turn in um, Newcastle's fixture. So, after the game week, are you actually... So, is Trippier on your wildcard team? I don't have people in mind yet. So, okay. I'm not really mm-hmm. sad that to really come up with a team. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's not like you have a podcast where you have to tell people about you like wildcard <laughs> players. <laughs> but that's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so, well, I mean, today we're still actually going to talk about the best kind of like wildcard team moving forward with people, you know, fixtures that are going forward. So, um, Larry, what about you? How many players do you have? How many changes are you making? So um, I had um, ten players with um, uh, you know free transfer, so I can actually make eleven, or I could have made eleven. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, just about um, twenty minutes before this podcast, I kind of like decided to wildcard. So you know, I guess oh, we'll wow. talk about it later. Yeah. Um, oh, nice! That's very spicy. That's very spicy. It's very nice. So you know what? A, that's a, let me talk about what I'm doing. So I have two free transfers. And I think I had only nine guys, sorry, six guys playing, nine guys playing this weekend, this weekend. Oh, sorry, eight guys playing this weekend. But um, what I'm going to do is, at the moment, my plan is to bring in, is to double up on the Newcastle defense um, with Pope and Trippier. Um, I actually, um, this, whatever happened, actually worked out best for me because I was actually looking at Newcastle as a team to invest in moving forward. You know, I like, it doesn't look like that big in defense is really working out for me this season. So I took out Trent <clears throat> and I brought in Trippier, but I do have Trent money in the bank in case I want to go back to Trent. I brought in Pope as well because um, I had, um, what's his name? Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name right now. The um, Brighton goalkeeper. I had him. But Sanchez. Sanchez, yes. But with Sanchez, um, with... Um, um, Potter leaving um, um, Brighton to go to Chelsea. Um, Chelsea. I decided that I don't. I don't know what they're gonna look like. I don't know what who their new coach is. Especially when they said it was going to be Lallana. I was like, what the fuck? 
What am I going to do? Lala is coaching the team. Lala is coaching the team. That you know, that's that's one of the that's one of the reasons why I'm feeling like if I take a minus four, Dunk is yeah. one of the players that has to go. Yep. Yeah. So I looked at that and I was like, yeah, I I might as well just get out of this and just buy a trusted prem keeper. And I picked out um, Newcastle's defense and I I went for a double up there. But um, I'm actually st- the the move I actually wanted to make was to make um, was to move Saliba to Dalo. But obviously, with Dalo not having a game, I didn't want to, I can't make that anymore. So I might still move Trippier to Dalo after this game week, but it won't be like anytime soon. You know, it might be sometime in the future. You know, or Trippier back to Trent, depending on how I'm feeling. But I don't want to like completely go out of Liverpool's defense and attack. I would rather keep their attack because their attack still gets like loads of shots. And you know, Salah is I'll just be missing a few chances. So, you know, I still want to keep Salah. But Trent, at this point in time, I was like, you know what? At least three, four game weeks. Let me see whether they get their clean sheets um, back up. And well, let's see whether he, he becomes more of a threat going forward. And if he does, then I'll 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 bring him back in. <clears throat> And so with that in mind, um, I, I also have Gross and I'm looking for 5.5 options as well for to replace Gross with. But um, I think we should discuss um, Larry's um, wildcard team and that could help us, you know, give some, some tips out or some players that others will find useful. And so with that in mind, um, Larry, so um, right now, who, who are the guys that you have on this wildcard or what guys you are considering? Or like your goalkeeper in your world card. Okay. Um, I guess before I give you an insight into my mind as to the players I have, I guess let me kind of give an idea of why I decided to still wild card with with seeing as I pretty much could make a complete 11 team with the players I initially had. Um, so the way I just thought about it is that um, the most optimal wild card opportunities right now is this game week eight or um, a game week nine after the internationals, or potentially what is a game week 13 or so 13, I guess, comes right after the black game week in the 12. So the way I saw it is that um, if I walk around that 13, I don't really give myself an optimal amount of time for my wildcard to make impact before the extra wildcard, the unlimited transfer that comes, you know, during that World Cup time. So that doesn't give me best bang for buck. If I um, I can wildcard during game week nine, which is fair, um, I know, but then I also sort of risk players kind of like going up um, in value. Um, if I got something else, I guess we should talk about some later on this player value stuff, I know. And then when I just did it, I thought about it that really, if I wildcard it in nine, and my players going to be that much different from my my players in wildcard eight, and I realized that they weren't going to be. So I thought, okay, then it probably didn't make sense to wildcard during this game week. So um, with that in mind, generally, I said, let me try and work on a team that um, can be optimized to try and take advantage of current fixtures, but still gives me flexibility to move um, to certain big players if they, they start performing. Because just like um, Shola said, um, Liverpool are one player, one team that a lot of people want to offload, but based on their performance yesterday, it's, it's possible to see them start performing. So I want to have an easy route to get back to those players. So started off with my um, 
goalkeeping line. Um, I put in Pope, which I, I think right now statistically is the best keeper in the game in terms of you know his shot making ability and his, his bonus accumulation points based on that. Um, for my backup keeper, I just put um, Iverson. I mean, I don't really intend to use a backup keeper, but Iverson is three point nine, so give me the ability to save a point one on on Ward or any other for for keeper. And funny enough, I was reading somewhere that some Leicester people. Um, Fans have been murmuring that because of how terrible Ward had been, that Iverson might actually start getting a, a shot behind the stick. So let's see how that goes. Um, mm. um, sorry, before you move forward, I, I like to. Do, I want us to just talk about your keeper choice a little bit, you know, and just you know, because I also pick him as well. And a lot of people are looking towards that uh, Newcastle defense. I mean, Habi, um, I know you haven't like given a lot of thought to your wildcard, but does Newcastle's defender do they do they feature a lot in your wildcard? team or in your thoughts right now basically oh yes 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 they have the fixtures that I mean they looked good going for this season so yeah, yeah definitely and quickly to address Larry's team I mean that Iverson pick because you know they got they just got a keeper on the free transfer to Yakupovic so that's going to be three keepers for one spot so that's, oh, wow. that's a big gamble Oh, that's good. Okay. See, I didn't even know about that. I didn't even know that. You know, all the shit guys. Sometimes I don't even pay attention. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's very good. That's very good. So I, I actually, you know, who is this Yakupovich guy? Where did they, where did they get him from? I didn't. I, I think he's from he's some old head. I think he was a free agent. He's oh, old. That uh, the guy has played for quite a number of teams. He's, he's, yeah, he's, I think he's a journeyman. He's played yeah, for like horse He's played for like horse and some other teams. Yeah, even he's played for he's played for Leicester before. Yeah, Leicester, yeah. I I know I know I've had him as a as a second keeper before in FPL. Oh wait, 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 wait. Did I just? I think I just made a mistake. I think it's Everton that got him. Yeah, not Leicester. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I don't. I was going to be like I didn't hear anything along that line, so I was okay. All right, fair enough. So, so there you go. So there you go. Okay, that's fine. So um, like Abi, Abi, like you said um. What's his name features a lot in your features in your thoughts for um the keeper as well for the wild card, you know. Um other keepers that like I have looked at and you know have you know have good stats or teams that have good stats and are looking good. Um I would say um um if you go for Edison, I mean Edison is still very expensive, right? Why didn't he, I mean he's expensive, but he's a really good keeper. Is there a reason why, like, you didn't even, you know, look towards having such an expensive guy in your backline? Well, yeah, I mean, as you said, he, he's expensive, um, and um, right now, I think there are a couple of good decent um, keeper options. But why Pope also stands out well for me is that uh, I think statistically they are one of the um, highest teams that restrict um, teams from opposing teams from taking shots outside the box. Which is why he gets mm-hmm. a lot of saves because Liverpool kind of like sit tight and they sit and far ahead. So long distance shots means more saves, which is, means more bonus chance accumulation. And they still they're still a good defensive unit who can keep a couple of clean sheets. So bang for buck, I think he's actually better than Edison in my opinion. Okay, all right, fair enough, no problem. All right, so with that in mind, uh, so do you run through your defenders? Who is in your defender? So defensive line, um, starting with Rich James, um, he at the moment is kind of like my permanent, well, he's not permanent, but no one really knows how Potter is going to line up. But I feel like James will obviously play a significant part, so he stays mm-hmm. in there. Um, then I've got Nico Williams, 
um, again, just kind of like a bang for buck sort of um, option. I know he, um, Forrest are pretty shitty defensively, but he's got very good attacking stats. So he's a bit of a differential, I guess. Cancelo is going nowhere in my team. That one is, I don't think there's really much that needs to be said about him. Trippier, everybody and their mother is after Trippier. So I don't think I need to say much about that either. Um, and the last person I went for is Emerson. I noticed that um, I just went for um, a West Ham asset because their lineup is quite promising down the line, even though they've been shit. And um, he got a full 90 minutes in their last game. I really don't know much about him, but he got 90 minutes. So there's a chance he can get a couple of 90 minutes and it's 4 million. So why not? You mean so, yeah. that Emerson from, he used to be from, they, they, they got him from Chelsea, right? Yeah, I think he went from Chelsea. Yeah, he seems yeah. to be a very nice attacking prospect. And yeah, I've been looking at him at that price. <laughs> at 4 million, man. Bang for yeah. buck, man. Bang for buck. So I like that. Like you have three templates. Uh, well, I'll pretty much say you have four templates, guys, right now because Trippier's price has risen to like almost 30 to like 40 to 30. Yeah, it's like 30 or 40, 30 to 35 percent right now. Last time I checked, you know, I think his price even went up this week, even by the way. So I mean, so you don't have any, uh, did you, you don't have any uh, Liverpool defender? Yeah, out of that for the, no, for, for how long? At the now? moment, yeah, for maybe like yeah. two weeks potentially. But, uh, okay, so you still have plans to go back. Yeah, my squad is flexible enough to allow me to easily transition back to, yeah. to okay. Trent and Salah. Okay, I mean, so Habi, Habi you are our resident uh, Maverick, our guys that like to go for somebody that nobody's picking. So, what do you think? Is there, is there somebody in there that you'd rather have instead, instead of some of those players? Hmm. I mean, this guy has caught my eye. Like before his injury, Madison. Mm-hmm. Madison's not a defender, oh, yeah. bro. Oh, Jimmy, <laughs> sorry, I, I carried away. I'm sorry, I got carried away. I know, <laughs> I know you love Madison because this is not the first time you mentioned it on this point. But yeah, yeah. Oh. But defender-wise, I heard speaking of Madison, I actually, I actually heard like a lot of talk about James Justin. I was like, really, people are already thinking that Leicester will turn it around. Did you see that happening? No, I do not. If you're getting James Justin, just be praying for goal and assist every game. <laughs> that clean sheet is not coming. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so like I was saying, so which other defenders are you, are you looking at? And like, okay, yeah, this this could be a, a good pick going forward. I mean, he was spot on with the Emerson pick because I was looking at that one too. If he's going mm-hmm. to keep playing at wing back at that price, just four million, I mean, that's a steal. Yeah, West with, Ham, uh, go on, go on. Sorry. Yeah, if West Ham by any chance turn their fortune around, that's going to be a great, a great one to have. Yeah, yep. and um, they have a couple of good games coming up. And to be honest, they've actually not been that bad defensively. They've just been conceding very stupid goals, you know. Yeah. And even speaking of West Ham, I hear like there's a lot of talk of Bowen coming back into the picture because you know he's on pens, you know. Yeah. But I mean, he's not. I I feel like Bowen's price is a bit too expensive. But I guess we can go. We can talk about that one. I agree. Like midfielders. Yeah. Let me get to midfielders. My only fear with um, Emerson is whether he's a guaranteed starter now. You get because West Ham actually have quite a few cheap guys in their defense. They have Kufo that's like four point four, Zuma that's like four point five. This Kera guy uh, that they just got from PSG that's also four point five. You know, but um, they have quite a lot. So I'm not sure if Emerson is. 
a nailed on starter or if it's just well, somebody that might that might be there. That might well, that might just that, get games. At Go that on, price sorry. rate is, is very worth very much worth the risk. It's just four million. Like what do you have to do? Okay, okay. Minus, him, uh, minus him coming yeah. on, he <laughs> dropped one point. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. apart from that, I mean, like, yeah. All right, fair. Uh, and for me, I'm, I'm, and, and, and what, what that also makes sense for me is that I think, I mean, just like you said, a lot of people kind of like started this season with um with the bigger the back strategy, and I realized that the dynamics this season seems to have changed a little bit. Um, they're not having a bit more value in like uh, mid-priced um, forwards and, you know, a couple of, you know, mid-priced midfielders. So that big at the back doesn't seem to be that, that interesting. Because, I mean, I, I haven't done an extensive study, but I get the feeling that the middle-class teams right now are playing a bit more expansive. They play with less fear, less, you know, sitting at the back and everybody there. They're actually playing very expansive football. And that means that, that's giving bigger teams less opportunity to keep clean sheets. Um, so I haven't really pulled out, I mean, done the research behind that, but that's what I'm really seeing, that teams are just going at all these um, big opposing teams. So if this defender is not going to give you clean sheets and all they are really just hoping for is like attacking points, then it might be worth considering that big at the back. So a 4 million um, defender that plays as a wing back is, is, a good, is as good as it gets for me, sure. Yeah, and right now, even as West Ham are playing right now, he's currently playing as a left winger. Yeah. So it's, he's, it's, he's, yeah. sorry, he's, he's playing in, he's on the left side of the midfield three, so he's even playing advanced because Chris oh. is playing at left back right now, and he's oh, wow. playing at left midfield as we speak. Oh. Interesting. It's the Interesting. return of John Lundstrom. Ah, sure, boy. Give it to us, just like that. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully it gives us those, those really, really good points that we're all hoping for. And um Shala, I just been coughing up a storm in the background there. Dude, you can you know you can mute yourself when you want to coach. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know you can mute yourself when you want to cough. But yeah, uh, that's good. So I mean Shala, do you have any any other defenders that you'd like to add to that pot of soup right there? I mean Cucurella seemed to get he got to start against um against um, what's his name? Against Salzburg, I mean, do you see, do you see, um, do you see him getting more games instead of Chilwell? I'm staying away from Chelsea for now. Oh, okay, right. wise man, yeah. wise man. Like that's yeah. what, like I I jumped off that Cucurella ship, but last okay, it was supposed to be for the last game week, but obviously there were no games. So okay, okay, I like that. I mean. I have Cucurella and I'm not jumping up yet, but um, I feel like I mean I I would say that you know if 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 you're on a wild card most likely I mean Larry has gone for James but we all know how how good James is going forward so you know that plays a big part in that you know but um yeah so that's that for defense um I can't really um, think of anybody else we did men- already mention West Ham players that have good games coming up if I can think of anyone else I will but um for now um Larry well. We want to move on, like um, which to your midfield. Who is in your midfield right now? Right, so midfield Martinelli again, I mean standout player for Arsenal mm-hmm. at that price point. Mm-hmm. Um, KDB, um, yeah. So KDB kind of gives me that easy route back to Salah with just a few more coins if I if I really need to. So that's what part of why he's there. 
Andreas at 5.5 is also a steal who basically plays as a second striker for a fairly attacking team. Um, I'm leaving Gibbs White in my team still for that differential and um, as you expect some bigger things from him. Um, and last spot, I'm still sort of trying to decide at the moment. It's currently on Zaha, but the problem with Zaha is he blanks this week. He plays Chelsea next week. Um, that can also be a bit challenging. So if I'm really making this, putting this team mostly for their fixtures, it doesn't really seem, that doesn't seem like the best strategy um, for fixtures. But I know that after Chelsea, yes, you know, he's going to have a good lineup. So I currently have it as Zaha, but I, I lose out really on this first two weeks. Potentially, I can easily change to a son or any other Spurs player, which is what I'm still considering. But I'll think about that a bit more later on, Chad. Um, mm-hmm. I know you guys mentioned Madison. Madison is an option, but I don't know. I've just never really warmed to Madison in all my years of playing fantasy. I've never warmed to the guy. Leicester aren't exactly great right now either. So even though, yes, it has decent on the line stats next to a shitty team, but I don't know if I really want to sort of have him. I feel like he might think of my team a bit, or maybe I'm just biased against him. Sure. But yeah, that's my midfield. Okay. Um, there's a lot, a, lot, a lot to pick out there. I mean... I actually still have um, Zaha. I have no plans to take him because I do like his price. I do like his price, but um, actually, no, let's not say I don't. I don't have any plans to take him. He's some he and Gross right now are on the chopping board for me because I feel like I can move from Zaha to a Spurs midfielder. Now, the two Spurs midfielders uh, that I was thinking about, um, what's their name? Um, Kulievsky and Richarlison. I feel like Richarlison seems to be a lock. And Son is actually circling the dream because he has still not scored this season, right? And if he's not scoring this season, and he's not like he's playing like so well, assisting, he's not assisting. So it's very possible that he gets he gets a, he gets dropped or he gets frustrated soon. The problem is that... Sorry, I have to correct you. Richardson is, is actually a forward, not a midfielder. Oh, based on FPL. my bad. There you go. So it would have to only be Kulievsky. Sorry about that. I actually thought it was a midfielder. I don't know why, why I thought it was a midfielder. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was like an 8.0 midfielder. But yeah, that makes it, that makes a lot of sense now. Because, so, so that means you are going for Kulievsky. But then Kulievsky does not so, start. So that's the problem. My problem with Kulievsky, as you say, he doesn't always start. And he's mm-hmm. kind of, he, he plays very wide. So his real contribution mostly is going to come from assists. He's not a goal mm-hmm. threat per se. So he mm-hmm. doesn't really scream to me. Which is why I think, you know, if I'm going to go, I could just make a punt on Son. Um, mm. But to be honest, I don't think so. I think I might just leave it as Zaha. Um, Zaha is probably going to be it. Zaha is probably going to be it. All right. If I, if I make any changes, it will be Madison. Uh, if I just, if maybe I sleep tonight and the Lord speaks to me in my dream, I might just change to Madison. But other than mm. that, Zaha. Right. I mean, if he speaks to you, give us the tip, I mean. <laughs> give us the tip don't be greedy with it I, I mean I, I, won't, I wouldn't go to, to Son because Son I actually had him for the first four game weeks I thought he could match um, what was his name I thought he could match um, um, what's his guy's name Haaland and in those four game weeks he didn't match him but his underlying stats are not bad so I can see a little bit on the right track yeah on the right track it's just he's not scoring now at all I mean he has had 17 shots seven of them have been in target he has had 15 of those shots in the box. So, and there are 16 of them open play chances. So, you know, most of them are probably like one on one chances. So, eventually, he's going to become good. But, you know, is this the point where it becomes good? Do you, are you the, are you the one that drops from it? And at 11.7, his price keeps dropping. So, it yeah. could be a good option there. 
you know, instead of, funny enough, instead of KDB, I would actually go for a much, for another Man City, Man City midfielder. If I was going on the wild card, I feel like the amount of points that KDB gets, it's matched by, you can, and what's his name? Foden can match it. I mean, Shola, what do you think? Is that somebody, do you think Foden can match those KDC, KDB points this season? Definitely not. You don't think that much? <laughs> right? No. See, as gadget. I mean, the underlying stats are not that different. I mean, the XG is not that different. But yeah, KDB has 17 shots, five on target, six in the box. Foden has only seven, four on target, six in the box. But looking at like, I don't know, I just feel like that money KDB right now, especially when you have Haaland, I feel like you could use that money somewhere else. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is <clears throat> that KDB has actually been doing very well. It's just that he's been overshadowed by Haaland, which right now is the golden boy. But <clears throat> KDB has actually done very well. And mm-hmm. I told you that the reason why I also have him is an easy route back to Salah. By putting Foden in any of, any of those other people, it will make it a lot more difficult for me to go back to Salah if I decide I want to do, do that later on in the season. Okay. I mean, this one I was saying, somebody has um, KDB. Habi, you're right there. Yep. Right? Oh, okay, me. I think so maybe you don't sleep. Well, you did there, so that's good. <laughs> I yeah. did also. Yeah, so I mean, this uh, this uh, KDB, um, if you were on a wild card, is it, does it still feature after your wild card? Yes, but for me, with KDB, it's KDB or Haaland. I do not have mm. 25 million or 24 million to be tied up in Man City. Please, dear. Yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah. too much money. Since, so are you, going to, are you going to switch it up or are you going to remain with KDB? It depends on my mood. You know I'm stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> so... well, you are very stubborn. I can imagine that you might decide last minute whether to move him or not. But okay, fair enough. So you are still on the fence about it. Yeah, still on the fence for now. Okay, fair enough. All right, so that's KBB there. So I mean, which other midfielders are you considering, Abby? Can I call Madison now? Ah, uh, yeah, you can call Madison. <laughs> tell, tell us, tell us, tell us why. Tell us why you want to you want to go to that Madison. Ah, uh, I mean, even yeah, before his injury, yeah, he had blanked in just okay, okay, he didn't blank in his first three games. Okay, he didn't play against Chelsea then. He blanked in the next two, but I'm guessing still he was like he lost form because of the injury. But with the way their fixtures are like going by the FDR, immediately after the um international break, their next five games have a difficulty rating of two. So, and even if Leicester attacking wise this season, they've not been poor. It's just their defense has been letting them down. Even that game against Chelsea, we were very fortunate to come in, to come in with a win. Like Mendy was like Mendy of old, not the bastard he is now. So that game he really saved us. So with Madison, okay, Madison didn't play, but he looked really good in the first three games. So ahaha, definitely getting him with my wildcard. First name of the team sheet. Yeah, no, Very I mean, I agree with you that Madison is, is a good option, especially with the fixtures too. Um, again, the reason why I still want to go with Salah, Salah at the moment is that if you close your eyes and ask yourself who has the opportunity to be more explosive, I think nine out of ten times you say it's Zaha. Madison can give yeah, you, you know, maybe a goal, Zaha. Game, but Zaha can easily give you two, three goals, especially if you get a penalty along with it. So I yeah, think, pass, I, pass. I mean, Zaha gives me that. Mm. I mean, uh, even... I actually feel, I mean, towards the end of last season, my rise to, you know, to overtake you, man. Oh, shit, sorry. I didn't mean to, like, say that, but just... just <laughs> <so I don't laughs> <know>. <laughs> 
my rods overtake you. It was uh, look at me. I said it again. Um, I brought in uh, <laughs> Madison was actually one of the main guys that actually helped out. You know, he did come up with like I think two or three. Was it two or three consistent, cons- continuous, um, double points rewards? So having Madison in your team and he's actually done well this season. So Madison's um, Zaha, it's not really, there's not really much of a difference there, but mm, I, I agree with that. He's actually a good person to to have him. And um, what about you, Shola? Who, who, who are you thinking? Who's your own midfield guy that if you had a wild country, you bringing in right now? Any, any budget or is there a price? Any budget, any budget, any budget. If you were looking um, at if I had a wild card, the kind of guys I would want to bring in, I guess you guys have mentioned them, obviously, Madison, Zaha, but I don't have any of them. Uh, who else, like, who else don't I have a lot that I've been looking at? Uh, yeah, those are probably the top two. Then if also I like Sterling as well, Raheem Sterling. You know, that's that's yeah. probably the only Chelsea player that I can look at at the moment. Because he's the only one that it's it's like of the eleven Chelsea players, he's the only one that's at least doing his own job. The rest Abi, Yeah, Abi, you're like a Chelsea you're like you're you're a Chelsea fan. So I mean the way Chelsea plays, you probably watched him a lot more than we have. Does it look like he could actually act, he's, he's a bit expensive at 10. So if you are bringing him in, he's most likely a replacement for Salah. Is that, do you think that he can, he can match those Salah, Salah goals? Match. Or at least, definitely not match, not. But at least yeah, produce but, to the point where you don't ultimately miss Salah too much. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, this season, he has not been great too, but he's been like our most dangerous player and he gets himself into good positions too. Left me, there are only two or maybe three Chelsea players to consider. And that's Sterling, Rhys James, then whoever starts at left, left wing back. So that's about it. Any other person? Waste. Just a waste. That's uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, me, mine, the guys I've been looking at, and I know you guys are going to laugh at me, but I'll say it anyway. Because, you know, yeah, it's very creative. Um, I've been looking at Gordon. Gordon 5.5, Everton. I think he's their main guy. You know, oh. underlying numbers are fantastic. 18 oh. shots, 13, oh, yeah. sorry, 13 on target. In the box, 13. Open play chances, 17. Big chances, 3. His XG is like 2.03. And I like him because he keeps playing. He's playing up front. He's their golden child. And it's not, I'm not getting him because, hey, the fixtures are nice. Because, no, it's Everton. None of their fixtures are nice. <laughs> None of their fixtures are that, but I'm getting it because he's going. To, he's a good differential. He will get those games, and he's playing. He's a midfielder playing up front, and at five point five, it allows him to do something else with the money and you know focus something else. So I, I like the look of um, ever of Gordon, and that's like my start pick. That's like when I look at the stats, and you know who do I want to pick there? Do you understand? And like I said, somebody's taking like thirteen shots in the box. I think for midfielders, that's the highest. Second highest is Martinelli. So that's where that's where I think my money is going to instead of gross this week. And um, the second person, this is like a pick that as soon as the move happened, I immediately thought, yeah, I need this guy in my life. Is uh, what's his name? Um, Paqueta. Just because of how nice he is and how look how good he plays, they bought him for 60 million. 
Sabi Finney's wants to be a big part of that attack. He's also wants to want to prove it a lot to the big teams in the league to show that, hey, you one of you should have picked me up instead of dropping me in West Ham. And at six points something, I think he's so he's very, very um, what's it called? He's very, very um, affordable. But at the moment, I don't have any stats to back up anything I'm saying. So pretty much now it's just off my ass, if that's correct. And I'm just, you know, I just love the way the guy plays and I would like to have him in my team. So yeah, those are the two. So Pateta is good, but ironically, I think that um, Pateta's arrival is actually going to most likely unlock Bowen more than anything. That, oh. so that's what that's why I think if I was going for anybody, it would be Bowen. But right now, I just can't justify the price. But I think Bowen is going to shine with the guy there. That's um, good. Go on, ask, with your Anthony Gordon pick, to be honest, that's actually one of my... That's probably my first move for this week. Aaron to Gordon because he's somebody that I've been looking at for this week because he has a fixture. Even funny enough, his fixtures, his upcoming fixtures are actually not bad, if we're going to be honest. Like, they're mixed. But, like, and for this, for the reasons you gave, is actually why he's my first, he's my number one option for to replace Aronson. All right, fair enough. All right, fair enough. That's uh, that that's good. So I guess you know, yeah, that that that's not bad. We can we can say that Gordon is is one of the good picks. Um, looking at like other teams, and this is actually one of the teams I'm gonna talk about. But um, I feel like in defense, uh, Wolves is actually a team that's trending well. I mean, defensively they always trend well. I know we've already talked about defense here, but I was just wondering if you know somebody like Sa, you know, so that you don't always have the the um, Newcastle double up in defense. Does Sa kind of like feature in your Sa or any other Wolves defender? Does that feature in your thinking? And um, Habi and Larry for this um, wild card that is happening? No, to be honest, no. Mm. But they've not even been convinced in the least bit in any way, offensively, defensively. They've just been giving very. Uh, so, very, uh, yeah, all right, fair exactly. Fair Right. How are you? Yeah. The same same. Thing, same I mean, they haven't been convincing enough and they are way better, more established options to just even want to take a risk on them. Okay. Fair enough. All right, then. Thanks for shooting that down. But uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. Um, I'm looking at another person in midfield that, you know, a lot of people have also talked about, you know, if you want to get off Liverpool, but you don't want to completely get off is um, Luis Diaz. That guy looks like a one-trick pony. Put it to my right foot and just bang it in. And like that seems like something that a lot of people will be able to figure out eventually. The way um Diaz is going, Shala, do you see him as somebody that can that can replace Salah in your team? No. If you need that, I, I don't think. To be honest, um, Diaz is a player that I'd like for FPL reasons, but I don't think. I still think you're for sure when it comes to. Going head to head with Salah because first things mm. first, first things first, Salah has penalty duties. Mm. So Not when Donna is playing, no. I don't think we're going to see Donna anytime soon. Now that Thiago is back, right. but yeah. uh, if you know, maybe maybe Donna is the reason that Salah has only gets his points. <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine that you have, you have, you have Salah, you're waiting for him to get points, it's like 17 minutes gone. And they now bring in Luna to play right back. And all of a sudden, there's a penalty. And Luna is now going to take it. Jesus. Yeah. 
but yeah, with, with, with Luis Diaz, I I think he's I think he's a good option at that price. To be, his, his price is friendly in my opinion, and I think okay. he can he he would do very well this season. You know, I think he, uh, I, I expect I expect him to be like maybe one of the top fifteen FPL players from midfielders this season, like right, top yeah. ten to top fifteen for the season. So okay, all right. And then um, Larry, I was gonna ask like you completely uh, ignored. Uh, United players, even though Rashford has been pretty consistent in the last four weeks. Is there a reason why like you just felt that wasn't somewhere that you wanted to go to? Yeah, for me, I guess it was just more of a fix just more than anything. It's not anything over there. But um mm-hmm. if I remember right, I think their fixtures had um their blank <clears throat> is it their blank this week, the next week yeah, in the City. So those first two already just mean that I can't be walking in for a player that is useless or Likely useless the next two weeks. The similar mm. argument I have with Zaha, so I can't have both Zaha and uh, Rashford or either of them. Okay, I mean, I look at, but funny enough, I look at that game. I mean, obviously, they have a plan this week, and you don't obviously want to be wildcarding somebody into a blank game. Then, you know, that might be an issue. That might be an issue for, you know, for you. I mean, it's not an issue for everybody, but it could be an issue for you. Mm. But when you talk about Man City, Man City, they're going to play a very high line as usual. And um, United look like a very good counter-attacking side. They've shown that they can counter-attack this season. Don't you feel like sure. that kind of game, even though it's a five on the fixture ticker, that kind of game is the kind of game that Rashford will actually shine in? Sure. Potentially, yeah. yeah you're, you're not wrong about that. But if I look at my lineup, then I ask myself, who am I potentially swapping in for? I'm not getting mm-hmm. rid of Martinelli. De Bruyne is mm-hmm. there as my easy route back to um, to Salah, oh. potentially. Andreas mm-hmm. is um, one of the best bang for buck. Uh, Gibbs White is my differential, but there's also a price differential between him and moving him for Rashford that I don't think I can afford right now. So the last is this last Zaha option. So it would either have to be like a Zaha or a Rashford or, or Madison. So that spot can only go to one of those three people. So, I mean, I guess it's worth considering. It is worth considering, if I'm being honest. Um, and yeah, I'll ponder it again. As I said, I'll I'll go to bed, you know, and I'll see what the good Lord says to me by the time I wake up tomorrow. But it's a good point. Well, well, right now, Rashford is injured, but we don't know how long mm-hmm. he's out for. Oh, uh, that's another okay. thing. Yeah, because, that's good. Okay, that's that's, that's why he, he missed he missed today's game because he was injured. Now we don't know what the extent of the injury. And hopefully, he should be back after this national break, given that we're not going to play any games for, what, three weeks? So, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, All right. And then, I think another person you can look at, if you're looking at United, is Sancho. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Got, he, got a, he got a goal today as well. He should have gotten the second one, but it was cleared off the line. So, he's, he's yeah. he looks like he's in goal scoring form. Mm. And, um, the only thing I... Sorry, the only thing I don't, I don't like about Sancho is the fact that, um, that um, he's not on pens as well. Um, I feel like, you know, for seven, you have Zaha that is on pens for that same price. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's, I mean, if I was going to go for Sancho, he's not on pens. He's not, is he on a lot of corners or free kicks? Because I'm not really no, watching. He, he, he's not, he's, he hasn't been on set pieces at all. This yeah, season. yeah. 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 So like, unless he goes on a scoring run, like I want to that, that. After the game, there was something Ten Hag said that in that was kind of inter- interesting. So he kind of indicated that sometimes he instructs Sancho and Bruno to switch positions in mm-hmm. in in game. So what so where Sancho goes to like a center forward, 
position. So this is what he said. He was like, Sancho in preparing the goal with Bruno, he, he was in the center forward position. We did some time experiment this this bringing Tyrell on the right look on the left. And that's too good. We can be very able, plus we need that in the season. So it's kind of like he's suggesting that there are times you might see Sancho a lot more central. Which is why I, which is why I found it interesting, but it's just one that you want to keep that I would keep an eye on for now. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. That's that makes a lot of sense. All right, so I think we've, we've talked a lot about it. Actually, just one more thing before we move oh, yeah, on. One more thing yeah. on Madison. Um, yeah. I think um, I was just having a look at his positional play over the last couple of games. I think the first, at the start of the season, where he was really showing a lot of form, he was mm-hmm. playing as a second striker behind um, Vardy. But then over these last three games, he's been playing as a wide right. That mm. I think can be very detrimental to his uh, whole potential. Okay. If you, if you check his positioning, um, the last game they played two strikers, um, and so he played wide right. And even prior to that, so he had been playing as a wide right. So I, I guess that's also one less reason why he seems quite appealing. Okay. Yeah, and I watched that game. He did give away the goal. I think the first goal or the second goal, I can't remember. The one where they rushed him in midfield and they went to score. Yeah. I can't remember yeah, which one yeah. it was. But he did give away. He was a bit bad there. But um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, so it I mean, will really depend on tactical positioning. If they bring him back to playing as a second striker, yes, you know, he has potential. But just playing on that wide right, he just becomes another clue case, in my opinion. There you go. Fair enough. There you go. Fair enough. I mean, so does anybody else have any other midfielders who want to add to these points before we move forward? Okay, nope. All right, fair enough. So, um, um, you know, it's not like I can see you guys. So, so you, you might have to actually say yes or no, but we can move on. So, we have uh, so striker wise, now this is like the form part of FPL this season. Finally, strikers are back after a season of hiatus and not I'm producing anything. It's good to have everybody rushing strikers. I have three strikers right now, Jesus, Mitrovic, and Haaland. Um, who are the strikers on your on your wild card now? Um, Haaland, obviously, Mitrovic too. Again, best bank for both. I mean, Mitrovic was always going to come to come on my team, but I mm-hmm. was I wanted him to go get get past what had seemed like his harder fixtures. But even in those hard fixtures, he delivered. So the guy is mm-hmm. looking like a real deal, man. Okay. Um, now that last spot is the tricky one because that one is to be filled by. Jesus or Isaac or Tony or mm. I think there's one more person that can easily fit that for squad. Um, but yeah, those three are the leading guys. At the mm. moment, I have gone for Isaac over mm. the rest of them. Ooh, um, so you're not scared of uh, yeah, because you're not scared of uh, Jesus uh, ownership. So the thing with with Jesus's ownership is all right. Which was just that. Arsenal's attacking numbers have actually been going down. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it's a bit sad to say, but even when they do, he seems to be... He's very good, no, don't, no doubt about that, but he seems to be doing a little bit too much right now. I went for Isaac purely based on um, stats. He's, mm-hmm. I think in his first two games or so, he's had like um, four big chances or something like, like that and goal involvement. So... Just purely based on stats, he looks like you know he could be good. And again, I'm leaving my team with a lot of flexibility to easily move one way or the other. Um, I can. I, it's not that difficult to move him back to Jesus. I mean, I sold Jesus 
where I got him earlier on and I sold him, I think, when he had gone to like 8.5 or some shit like that. So it's not that difficult to bring him back if I need okay. to. But yeah, okay. Isaac has and Isaac has had those, I think, four big chances in two games and his lineup run of games is pretty good. He's playing Bournemouth, then Fulham. Brentford could be a little bit tricky, but it's still a two on the rating. Remind you then Everton. So, you know, he, he can be a good differential too, especially since a lot of people have... Um, have Jesus and Tony being another good option is there, but I I, I think of all of them, uh, I'll go for Isaac rather than Tony just because of the um his 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 underlying stats. Yeah, that's it. Alright, I mean, like looking at what you're saying, I was actually going to say like if you went to a a a a, 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 a um, lesser priced Man City midfielder, you could actually get. Instead of Jesus, you could go to Kane instead of what's his name as well. Um, I, I, I think if you, I think you would have enough money to do that. Is that something that that you would have enough money for? And I mean, Kane is much more prolific. And you, I mean, even Kane KDB. I mean, you could argue that Kane will, Kane could outscore him points wise this season because you know striker pens, all that good stuff. You know, and um, if you had somebody like say. If you had the money to have like Foden and then instead of KDB, Foden and instead of Isaac, Isaac and King, that seemed like a more potent forward line and like a bigger differential that could work out for you. I mean, what do you think about that? So, um, two things with that. First off, I... Again, a lot of it really is just me and admittedly playing with a little bit of fear. The fear of, mm-hmm. of underrating the Egyptian king and he just sort of coming back. So I really mm-hmm. want to try and keep my squad flexible enough to move to him if the guy just decides to catch fire. Um, mm-hmm. And so having a heavy, a second heavy striker makes it a lot more complex to move to him if I need to. But then mm-hmm. secondly... Um, with the amount of options of good strikers right now, um, good mm-hmm. mid-play striker, I don't think I need to spend heavily on a second striker. There are more good striker options than there are um, good mid-price midfield options. So I'd rather go for a second mid-price, you know, striker option and then, you know, spread the money in my midfield. That's, that's the way I look at it. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So, um, Abby, those three striker options, what, how, do, how do they float your thoughts? Ah, that is because I've been looking at the strikers since we're this call out. There are honestly quite a number to pick from. Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, the ones yeah. that come to mind Kane, Hallard, Mitrovic, Tony, and um, one more person. Yeah, what there's one more. Name? I just can't remember who this last person is. But I know yes. <laughs> and funnily enough, I have a very weird name to call. You guys should not think I'm crazy, but Neil Moppy. Too late. Hmm. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> okay. Did you? If you guys saw the game against um, Liverpool, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, scored. yeah it's not crazy scored. to say Everton should have beaten Liverpool. And more people could have had at least two goals or a goal and an assist. Yeah, I agree. Like he did everything right till he had to pull the trigger and stop. So if he keeps getting in such good positions. And I mean, their fixtures are kind of kind for now, at least till the World Cup. 
okay, minus the Spurs and United fixtures. So yeah, Mopé is someone to consider. Hmm, but I'm looking at. I mean, sorry, let me just wait. Hold on, let me just say something quickly because this Mopé that you're talking about, isn't this what Mopé always does? He always looks. He always misses chances. He always looks. He always gets that. So are we just? Is it just because his jersey got a little bit bluer? Now we think that there's a little bit of hope there. Because <laughs> the more I remember, they always miss chance. Now a problem with that. They yeah, always miss chance. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, true that, true that. Yeah, well, maybe yeah, since I... this is the striker season, FPL, maybe you have more oh, luck on his side. Just fair maybe. Enough. Fair enough. Maybe the gods are like, are, are, are proper on the side this year. So, Ashola, you're about to say something. Please I was going to say, now... Um, now that this guy has been reclassified as a forward in FPL, what do you guys think about Diogo Jota? Especially now that he's back to the mm. team as well. He got an assist yesterday as well. He looked good. He looked good again yesterday. You know, he 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 looks like an option. I mean, because right now Darwin Nunes isn't looking too great. You know, mm. he's looking like noodles. That's noodles. Noodles. Do, do they look in, yeah. do they look in too good? Uruguayan yeah. yeah. and the Carol. You know, I'm like <laughs> say you Diego Jota Diego Jota has tried and tested in that Liverpool front three as a as a striker. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the problem is it's too much of a rotational risk because you know yeah, that's, that's the only thing. him, Firmino and Nunes. Um, mm-hmm. um so yeah, it's too much. I even though the guy might be flopping and all this, just spent quite a lot of money on him. So I still see Klopp at least wanting to try to make him work for the long term. And then you still have Firmino too, who, depending on the tactical approach, might also sort of have some games and Jota. So yeah, too much of a rotational risk. Hmm. I actually agree with that. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. And no, then I have another, another, another interesting one. He just fine, Diego, Diego Costa. <laughs> you know that every every game you start with every game you start the guy you just start with minus one for that yellow card. Yellow card, steady. Get something else after. <laughs> but he's a good he's a good shot at five point five, man. You know if he, if 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 he looks anything like what we used what we know him as, it can be a good point at that price. I don't know about ah. that. I read that the last club he was in, he got more yellow cards than goals. Dang. <laughs> I think I think Costa is going to be a very easy avoid throughout the season. Yeah, I think, I think in my head. I think because of the fact, also the fact that he um, he's uh, he there are a lot of good strikers this season. It's very hard to go there, but it's a form pick though. I do like the fact that it's a nice form. It's a form pick, you know. But and one day he will back. One day he'll ban, you know, he'll ban one day, you know, but until you know, it's very, very hard to pick him. One other person that I wanted to you know, bring up, I like the look of Tony, but I also like the look of Watkins. I mean, Watkins has always been working ever since he came to the prem. Just always, he has this way of getting some some random points at random times, you know, a seven here, a ten there. He's always he's priced at like seven points something. He's good. I don't think he's good enough due to the fact that you have somebody like um, Mitrovic. Who is a lot? Who is that? Who is a lot cheaper than him? If you got, you know, Mitrovic when he was six point five, so you know he might not be great going forward. But yeah, I just thought I would mention him as well because you know he's always in the conversation. You know, he's always around the top five to ten strikers when it comes to points. 
because he does so much for his team. So, you know, I just thought I'd mention him. But yeah, so yeah, those are the those are the strikers that I'm thinking about. Um, well, and you guys have mentioned yours. Bamford is back though. Anybody in for that Bamford? Nah. Uh, no, he waits. Is he waits? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> wait and see. There. Wait and see. All right. Fair enough. We'll wait and yeah, see. Yeah. I mean, the only the only other thing for me is the only risk why it, the only reason why my second guess um, is that is that I think Wilson is supposed to be back from injury sometime soonish. So I don't know how that's going to play into that. I still expect Isaac to play, obviously, but I just don't know how that will play into the entire dynamics of their play. So that's the only thing worth considering, yeah. But Speaking of of players coming back from injury, this guy is back in training. DCL, the forgotten man. Ah, really forgotten man. Yeah. So, so there goes your there goes your more pick if he if he starts getting games, you know. But um, I mean, I think the only thing with him, kind of like with Bamford, both of them is that they both get injured a lot. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a case of like, even if you start him one day, you might get injured. You know. During the game, so you, you kind of like have to sort of wait for him to like show that he's he can finally be fit before you put him in. So yeah, that's fine, no worries. Yeah. So um, with that in mind, I don't know we can talk about our captains for this game week. It seems like a good game week to have a captain. You know, my my standout captain for this game week is pretty much Harry Kane. I don't think you can go you can go wrong with that. What about you guys? Who's your standout captain? For me, it's Harry Kane. So, I mean, apart from the fact that Ward is shoot and score, Kane seems to have a great record against Leicester. Wherever they face, whether it's at King Power, wherever they play, they will chop it from Kane. So, at favor history this time, I'll go with Kane too. Yeah, I think, I think Kane is the best option for the week, if you have him. Unfortunately, I don't have it, so I'm just gonna leave my captain on who has been, who has been for the last two weeks, which is Holland. But I think two weeks, only two weeks. <laughs> man, oh <laughs> man, bro! Like I was like, I don't even know why we took this long to just leave him as my permanent captain. You get coconut head. <laughs> this guy, I'm the king of that coconut head. I didn't get Holland in until game week five. My head was already, uh, my head was, the guy knocked me out. I mean, and I was the one that was talking before the beginning season started. Ah, I must have a like, look at me. So fat, flat on my face. But yeah, um, yeah, so um, what about you, Larry? You don't have, uh, you don't have um, Kane. So who, who will be your captain, your world captain? Well, at the moment, it's going to be Haaland. Um, I'll still try and see if there's a way I can fit Kane in just for like a one or two week punt and still have an easy way back to Salah. Um, and mm-hmm. if I can, then I'll just put King. If I can't, then I'll just leave it at Haaland with um, KDB as vice. They won't, right. I don't expect Haaland to start. I think Haaland might probably come in later on, but Alvarez might start. But hey, just don't ever doubt the guy. Even with 30 minutes, he can still give you a brace easily. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I feel like this is a good game to have like some sort of differential there. You know, um, what about you, Abby? Um, I know you have King, but you have Coconut Head, so you might go and decide to capture <laughs> your keeper. <laughs> <laughs> who's your, who's no, your captain choice? No spirit of Coconut Head this week is Harry Kane. No, I'm not even playing. All right, fair enough. That's, that's that's good. It's good to hear that. Um, so yeah, so with that in mind, um, oh yeah, before we go, 
Um, I guess we could look at our dif- differentials for this week. Um, um, do you want to start, Larry? Let's give you the starting point so that you can get the easy one out of the way. So who, who, who's your differential? My differential at the moment is probably still Gibbs White and um, potentially Emerson if people haven't really jumped on him yet. Yeah, fair enough. I like, I like those two choices. Gibbs White faces uh, Fulham, Fulham this week. Why do I feel like... They, oh, no, it was Bournemouth they played last week. So they played Fulham this week. So they look like a team that's capable of scoring. They just cannot defend to save their life. So yeah. that's good. That's fair enough. Um, Emerson yeah. and even Isaac too. I don't think a lot of yeah. people have jumped on him yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. calm down, sir. Calm down, sir. One person. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I won't cut it now. <laughs> if I don't give it to you, I'll be receive. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> What are you trying? But yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I understand. Gibbs White. So you said Gibbs White. Um, Gibbs White, Emerson and Isaac. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. That, those are good picks. Um, what about you, Habib? Who's your differential for this week? My differential for this week is James Ward Browse. Ooh, spicy. Ooh, spicy, spicy. spicy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. James Ward. That James Ward Browse. Every time I get him, he does shit. He does fuck off for me. I'm telling you. Know, you do not get him. <laughs> do not get him. <laughs> I swear, I cost this guy. I did cost and die because every time I get him, he does fuck off. But once I release him, one more. The guy yep. turns to something else. He'll still be getting exactly. points all over the place. You know, no that's, one, that's one player I've never on the left field, ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's very frustrating. You know, I got him last season for like five games towards the end. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm feeling sharp to myself. One more. I got just started giving zeros and sixes and twos. I was like, no, not even sixes, sorry, just twos and threes. I think he had a double game week and he got me like three points. How is that even possible? In a double game week, motherfucker. But um, yeah, so that's that. Um, my differential <laughs> for this week is is Gordon. My differential for this week is Gordon. I mean, I've already chatted about him. I feel like even though my player is there, um, he will still get like a lot of good a good shots and good chances. And he's a shot monster. And I like shot monsters. Here and Martin, they are both shot monsters. They love to take shots. And there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, that's fine. Um, Shola, what about you? Who's your differential? My differential for the week is Richardson. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Is it nobody can get to that guy? It's very I hard to he, get to him. He, yeah, he's not even up, owned up to 1%, but like mm. with, Son, with Son not scoring goals, Richarlison, he looks, he has looked better in all the games he's played. And um, if I, I get the feeling that Son might be best this week. Okay. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling it'll be Richarlison, Kane, and Kulusevsky. Yeah, fair enough. I actually have that feeling as well. I have a feeling Son's time is almost off. I have a feeling I'm the one that cost him out because I had him for four games straight and this guy didn't score and he still hasn't scored. So, almost. It's, it's a bit mad, but eventually he'll start scoring. I just feel like eventually he's going to start scoring. And whoever takes that chance and gets and gets points with him will, will enjoy. So, I mean, with that, because when you look at it, Son should actually be able to match Salah. I feel like son of last season, he matched Salah and he can do it again, but he just hasn't done it this season. So, with that in mind... Um, well, has it been a, a tactic situation or him being out of form? I feel the tactics to have not really favoured him as much. No, he still gets he still gets loads of shots. I mean, he's still getting like one-on-one opportunities. He's blocking his lines. He needs to be slower to hit the ball. You know, all those, it's not as if he's not getting points. It's pretty much the same tactic they use now. 
defend deep and do quick counter attack. It's just, I don't know, maybe it's just very much out of form. Hopefully, we'll see. You know, I hope he doesn't come out of form, Sha. Because if he's not in my FPL team, then he should just keep doing work badly. You know, hopefully Spurs don't, you know, do well. But yeah, that's that's what I think about it. So, um, you guys have anything else to add for this week? No. Mm-hmm. Not for my end. Were you stretching or were you about to say something? I was thinking, yeah, just quick reminder. <laughs> There's a game tomorrow, not Saturday. <laughs> exactly. That's very good. Thank Shit, you, man. <laughs> so, yeah, Thanks, so guys are... Guys out there, if you are, you know, there's a game, there's a game Friday. And actually, there's there are actually two games, not one, which is actually kind of weird. Nobody, you only see like one. So there are actually two games tomorrow, not one. So, yep. you know, so there you go. Set your teams tonight, set your teams tomorrow. And uh, hopefully, which we um, wish Green House for everyone. So thank you, Mike, for coming through and being here with us. Really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, uh, next time you come, I'm going to propose that we play a drinking game where we all have to take a shot when Larry says uh, a player is, uh, is, it, is it bang for buck? Bang for buck. That would be the drinking game. Whenever Larry says that. Whenever Larry says that, we'll have a shot. So yeah, that's that. Um, so um, you guys can say your bye-byes and let's, um, we, could, and, um, we could go from there. All right. Cool. All right, just. All right, everyone. Nice Thanks, Good luck for, everyone. Thanks, for, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back after the international break. Wow, that's a long break. Yeah, yep. man. All right, goodbye. Long, everyone. boring break coming. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>